It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On 49ers, your daily San Francisco 49ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Locked On 49ers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Brian Peacock here with you once again. And it is a Tuesday. We have, if you missed last week, we're bumping up the Winky Wednesdays to a Tinky Tuesday situation, I think is what uh, the listeners want to call it. So Nick Winkler will be joining me here uh, momentarily on this Tuesday episode of Locked On 49ers. Welcome, everybody. We are celebrating the first win of the 49ers season. They are now 1-1 one and one on the year. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, everywhere that you can find podcasts. You can find not only Locked On 49ers, but all of the podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. And you can find me on Twitter at BD Peacock. Email the podcast, LockedOn49ers at gmail.com. And those are the two best places to get those mailbag questions in. Nick and I will be hitting a few of those mailbag questions a little bit later after we talk Niners, Lions, and a few other things that are currently in the news in the NFL. So let's not waste any more time. Let's bring on today's guest. Nicholas Winkler, come on down. Nicholas, how are you, sir? Well, yeah, buddy, I'm I'm doing good. Just kind of recovering. My voice uh, got a little <laughs> bit lost yesterday. I may have yelled a little bit more than, than I'm used to doing. It looked scary there towards the end. It got a lot closer than a lot of us wanted it to get, but, you know, had a, had a great tailgate or two beforehand mm-hmm. and and then got to see a win. So one and one, and this is how we we kind of predicted it going into the season, that they'd be one and one at this point and heading into a tough match next week. And uh yeah, yeah, it wasn't like I said, it wasn't wasn't how we wrote it up. Uh looked good early and then looked pretty bad late, man. Yeah, it didn't follow script, but I think overall no. it was a successful Sunday for both of us, right? It was a win. A win is a win, yeah. And and like I said, we got uh got hooked up with the Empire Road tailgate there. TJ over at Niner Faithful Radio hooked that up and then uh, your boy Chris Wilson hooked up the what are they calling that tailgate? That was the out there? Uh, 49ers web zone official tailgate. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. Got some some tacos and some uh yeah, some Jack Daniels fire and some modellos <laughs> and just yeah, had a great time, man. And I love how like any tailgate that has the TV worked out so you can keep track yeah. of those 10 a.m. games, because that's the thing I sort of got lost with. I was in the middle of the tailgate and I was like, oh man, what's going on with like my 19 fantasy football leagues and my the the early games and, and what's happening here? It's funny, my, my boy Money is the one who has the tickets, uh, season tickets out there. I went with him, and it seems like I go with him once a year, and every single time we're playing each other that week. He's in the podcast, <laughs> that, or in the uh, 
the fantasy football league that our listeners probably never heard about that you and I are in together oh. with, with Ryan Covey. Oh, right. Yeah. We yeah. should probably mention. I don't what? think they've ever heard you talk about Who it. Who won that league last uh, year? I can't remember. I, I don't remember. It's been so long. I mean, I'm just focused on being 2-0 and o right now. Right. And being you, in first place. You've turned the page of 2019. Uh, <laughs> turn the page. Yeah, turn the page. Oh, and by the way, of, of all the folks we met at the, at the tailgates, what about Smuggler we, we Justin? We met characters, too. Yes. <laughs> Smuggler Justin, I think, uh, really <laughs> he stole had, the show, man. Yeah, I, I think he had the best lesson He's to teach smuggling everyone. Smuggling since he was fifteen, is that what he said? <laughs> yeah, he said he said he started smuggling in booze to stadiums and and bar mitzvahs and whatever. Like he, he's, <laughs> since what was he's, the one he got caught at? What was it again? Oh, it was, oh, a, it was something crazy. Th- uh, theme park. It was or like something. a museum or something. Yeah, I was just like, wait, what were you doing bringing that in there? Like the <laughs> ballet in a Snapple bottle. It was that time. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, good effort. Shout out to everybody we met there. Smuggler Justin yeah. included. I hope he didn't get caught this time. Right. <laughs> no, just good times, man. Yeah. I mean, that 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 scary interception at the end there, man, Ooh. that was we were right next to a Lions fan, too. He was he got real excited oh. and just kind of slunk away. Like, I like, mean, that, I was thinking that putting yourself in, in the Lions fans mm-hmm. shoes, how livid would you have been to see that get called back? Yeah, you're just like, oh, my God, we did it. We did. Wait, what? <laughs> what? No. He was talking so much trash, too. Oh, it was brilliant. And on that note with the Jimmy Garoppolo stuff, there's there's some people getting a little bit worried about yeah. Jimmy not looking in midseason form yet. In fact, I don't think he's looked as good in these first two games as he did in the last five weeks last year, just coming over from New England, which is kind of surprising. thought at least they'd be more in sync, which the 49ers offense isn't quite yet. And in, in that, that very play, that interception that was almost a pick six, uh, that was it wasn't the breeder route that was wrong. It turns out I think it was... Uh, whoever the receiver was on that side, Dante Pettis maybe ran the wrong route that was supposed to mm. keep somebody honest and not able to jump that out to Matt Breida. So that was what happened on that play. And then, obviously, for Jimmy Garoppolo, if the play's not right, you still got to hold on to it. So you still, even though someone else screwed up, don't compound that by screwing up yourself and throwing a ball that shouldn't be thrown. Yeah, it just he telegraphed it all the way. I recorded the game, came home and watched it, and he's just staring Breida down the whole time. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was there was zero checkoff, there was zero look the other way. It was he was in the mindset of like, this is where I'm going to go, this is my safe play, and it turned out to almost really bite him in the butt there, man. I was it was it was scary, but again, a win's a win, and I mean, we were talking about receivers here, and we have we're burying the lead here from today. That the, right. the Niners had a chance of getting Josh Gordon, and it Josh didn't Gordon. work out. And it went down. It is the New England Patriots, which is yeah. somewhat like that's what I, they need is another weapon. Well, they, they've been tra- they've been bouncing wide receivers in and out of there for months now. It was uh, Jordan Matthews was the guy they signed in the offseason. I thought that was going to be an awesome fit, sort of a big slot receiver. So I thought that would be. Uh, great for the Patriots. He's got a really messed up hamstring. He might miss a lot of this season. So they ended up. Uh, getting rid of him, they traded for Corey Coleman, who now got released since they brought in, um, since they brought in Josh Gordon, and it turned out to oh. be a, a conditional fifth rounder. That was the high bidder, wow. and the conditions I just saw were if Josh Gordon does not get active for ten games this year, then the Patriots get back another late round pick from the Browns. That seems like next to nothing for such a star receiver. I get it. He's got trouble and, and this whole hamstring thing. Was it a hamstring or lower leg injury? I think it was a hamstring and it turns it, out. Like, a promotional shoe yeah. or something? <laughs> Which is strange. Yeah, sketchy, man. It's like Jeff Kent washing his truck. It's crazy to me that the Browns, after all they've been through with him, and I talked a lot about it on yesterday's show. That this was the final straw. At this point, this is when you right. let him go, when he's actually mentally and physically right. mostly healthy and ready to play for you. Yeah. And then now you're like, oh, now we'll trade him. 
instead you of you can't getting, try to figure out what the Browns are doing, man. It's, it's very strange, very very yeah, strange. It really is. Well, and it's funny too that the Patriots tried to kick the tires on Corey Coleman too. He's like, oh, he got cut by the Browns. Sure, he's right. good enough for us, right? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, no, we don't like him that much. Let's we'll it. take your other guy. We'll take the, the number twelve. <laughs> Who's the tall kid? Let's let's bring him in. Let's give him a shot. <laughs> What's his number going to be now? <laughs> that's a good question. It can't be twelve. Oh, that one's taken. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, it's retired for the 49ers, too, if, if he came here. <laughs> no luck, man. Yeah. Not coming. So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I think that that was the high bid. It makes sense because at very worst, he relapses or whatever, gets suspended or something, or is right. just not good, or it, it goes south. You lose, You let's say it's a seventh-round pick is what the, the return back was on the conditional. So you go mm-hmm. from a fifth to a seventh, and you're swinging for the fences on potentially an all-pro wide receiver. Yeah, it's, it's a win-now situation, right? I mean, the Patriots are definitely in that, like, okay, we're running out of time with Tom Brady. Let's mm-hmm. go get him that weapon. It makes sense, you know, that, that, yeah, that they yeah. were the team that, that would want to spend the most. Yeah. But it's yeah, not, it's, it's not it like still the, doesn't seem like much, man. Yeah, a conditional fifth isn't isn't really a ton, especially if you— For a guy that could be the best receiver in the NFL. He, he, could, he really be. could be. He has if he that, stayed healthy and, and stayed sober and, yeah, I mean, and stayed off photo shoots, like, I think he could do all right. <laughs> yeah, no more promotional photo shoots. <laughs> Man, that's that's rough. But, but yeah, and, the, the, the Niners were definitely miss, missing Marquise Goodwin, man. Absolutely, absolutely. That yeah, well, deep, all season so far. I mean, the guys played a, just a handful of snaps. That deep threat, and yeah, uh, I love what I saw from Garcon. Um, it, mm-hmm. But like when you start taking, when you start peeling away, because uh, so last week, and and some of the listeners got uh, got mad at my guest Matt Derry, who's the Locked On Lions host, for suggesting mm-hmm. that the 49ers might not have a ton of skill position talent. Because when you're on the outside looking in, you're looking at these these names and you're thinking, well, this isn't an all-world offense, right? right? They're, they're still developing here. And some 49ers fans were sort of miffed by that comment. But I, I don't I don't really have a problem with that because the 49ers still have to prove that they're yeah. a powerhouse on offense, right? I mean, you have a guy in Marquise Goodwin who's been out. And if, if you lose someone like Marquise Goodwin and your offense can't function, or Jarek McKinnon, McKinnon was a backup running back his entire career. Right. If you lose... The guy that's been a backup for four years in the NFL, and all of a sudden your offense can't run, that that's means not you, a don't, good sign. you don't have enough talent overall. Yeah, I mean, I think, and then you, know? you got a guy like Pettis, who last week looks like, oh man, he's the next big thing. Like right. he's electric, <laughs> and then this, he had one catch. Yeah. You know, one how catch. many times they even target him? Maybe he, twice, maybe three times? Yeah, I maybe. Mean, I mean, and that's it takes a while for rookie wide receivers right. and, and tight ends. Usually it's just in quarterbacks. That's why there's so much to learn there. And, you know, he and it showed he ran the wrong route on that mm-hmm. almost pick six. And so you can't, it's hard to count on rookies, which is another reason why, you know, you think Josh Gordon, oh, maybe he can come in and play. And he knows he's at least played in Shanahan's offense before, which I'm sure is much different than it was in 2014 for the Cleveland Browns. But and not, to, not to harp on Josh Gordon. I mean, Josh Gordon, it's not like it's like, oh, the Niners screwed up because they didn't get Josh Gordon. Yeah, I mean, right. you can't really count on that. But no, it was, you know, no, it, that would have been nice, but it was a flyer. Know, it is move. what it is. Right. And, and at this point, you know, we're, we're sitting here, we're talking about all the negatives and it was a win. You know, so I also right. wrote down two names that obviously were stars. I mean, Brita, I mean, he just looked amazing. You watch some of those runs, too, and it was like he was getting hit a couple times, and he was he was slow. He was waiting for his blockers, and he was waiting for the holes to open up, and he looked explosive, and, you know, that was a lot of fun. And on the other side of the ball, man, Richard Sherman. Yes. I heard his name called once at that game. That was and nuts. it was it was he made a tackle because the guy caught it in front of him for, like, five-yard game. With Richard Sherman, it's one of those things where you forget – that yeah. he's not getting targeted you don't because you don't hear his name. And then all of a sudden when you see him just go, okay, I mean, Matt Stafford quietly threw 53 times in that game, yeah. which it didn't seem yeah. like it watching the game. I, I wasn't watching that game thinking, 
Matt Stafford just lit up the scoreboard and threw for 350 yards and three touchdowns. There was a point, though, feel where like uh, that. Uh, you know, people around us, I was like, guys, they're not going to run the ball anymore. Right. Like, they're, they're done with nope. running the ball. And it, sure enough, I don't think they ran it again the rest of the game for like the whole second half. And it was painfully obvious their game plan going in. Target, uh, mm-hmm. whoever the linebacker is that's playing next to Fred Warner. Yeah. And yeah, they went after Lee a lot and just bomb on whoever's at right cornerback. And yeah, I feel like not throw at Richard Sherman too. Yeah. So it was tough and he, he got, and he's going to get tested and it, it, it's, he's going to have to come up with some big plays and make teams pay for testing him so much. And I, you know, it was a tough day. It, it was, it's trial it by was. fire and he's still a young player and developing. And I, I, I think he will fight through that and, and end mm-hmm. up better because of it. But you know, it's some growing pains. Yeah, and last year at this time, you know, we were talking about a 49er team that was dropping game after game of close football, you know, and then you good teams win those football games, even if they're not good yet. Right. You got to pull out those victories when it's tight, and this was a tight game. It got real close there at the end, and and they won the game, and now they're sitting one and one and hopefully they can go in and look at some film and, and just kind of write some things, you know. Also, they're getting Reuben Foster back this weekend. Oh, Foster's a big one. Actually, I want to hold off on the Foster talk. We'll talk about that momentarily. But what you just mentioned about winning the tight games and the 49ers did not cover that my bookie line that just that spread that continued to grow as the week went on. It did. Um, and how close were they, man? Half point off to begin the week with the three and a half point spread. 49ers didn't even cover that, but they did come up with the win, which we said, <laughs> lock it up. It was closer than I think we expected, uh, but we were right about the 49ers bouncing back and getting that W. And so it just goes to show you, we don't always know who's going to win and we probably don't ever know who's going to win. But if you think, you know, you got to check out my bookie. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why I always tell people to bet with my bookie. They have in-game live betting, over-unders on fantasy points scored, and the most rewarding player perks in the business. And right now, my bookie is slammed with new bettors, so they want to give everyone the best service possible. So if you're willing to deposit after 7 p.m. Eastern Time, which you should be willing to do that here on the West Coast, right? They'll give you an additional $25 free play on deposits over $100. Join now and my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use promo code locked on 25 to activate that offer. Visit my bookie online today. That's M Y B O O K I E. Don't forget to use promo code locked on or add the 25 locked on 25 to get that special offer. If you're depositing after 7 PM Eastern time, you play, you win, you get paid with my bookie. TurboTax experts make your moves count. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast. And this Locked On podcast is brought to you by TurboTax. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts will make sure that they count for you. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? Well, that's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That is a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? That quite literally would be a move. Or maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house. Or you switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or maybe you just rode the stock market to the moon and back. Any of those things that you did or any other moves that you made, TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and every deduction you deserve, filing with 100% accuracy and getting you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax today. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guaranteed details at TurboTax.com slash guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. Real quick, before we move sure, on, sure, sure. I'm just, I'm taking, I'm looking right now at NFL stats and just the, the league leaders going in because everybody's out there, you know, they got all their experts and their fantasy this and that. And here's who's going to be the stud. Here's who's leading in passing right now 
Ryan Fitzpatrick. Here's who's leading in receiving. Deshaun Jackson. Here's who le- who's leading in rushing. Matt Breida is the yes. NFL's leading rusher right now. <laughs> Which so goes, to, mean, sh- it goes to show you, early. too, like week to week. Someone has a big week, and then yeah. the next week they don't have a big week. So you never – ran can't... out for 138 this week. You know, that, that'll put you up there. Right. So And nobody in the NFL has 200 yards total, right? Because that nah, puts he's at 184. Day. Right. Leading Joe Mixon, barely. And <laughs> that probably would have changed if Mixon didn't hurt his knee like seven times in that game last Thursday. <laughs> right. And, uh, that's another thing. Mixon has that style. He's going to get hit a lot. You just see running backs for like, you're really good. And when you're yeah. in college, you're more athletic than everybody. You can run through people, run around them. When you get in the NFL and you're getting hit like that, uh, those upright runners, man, sometimes it's like fun to watch and they're really good for a short period of time, but t- tend to flame out. And I kind of saw that yeah. with, with, um, with Joe Mixon a little bit. He's got that power style that tall upright style and unless you're a cyborg like adrian peterson uh it's tough to last in the nfl do you catch any of that sunday night game man saquon barkley he just he's a spinner that's what i want to call him because he's constantly moving he's on his tiptoes he's twirling left he's twirling right it's just he's avoiding all those big hits and he's exciting if he had any sort of offensive line He'd be a great running back, but that's good. It might be a long season for the Giants. Yeah, I don't know about Saquon because I saw him do that in college too, where he he <laughs> kind of he wants to naturally bounce everything. Yeah, um, and it's one big hit. He might stop all that, right? And so he, it, it's like no gain, short gain, short gain. He's like Barry Sanders, seven, man. It's it's very similar to Barry Sanders, and Barry Sanders. For me, one of my favorite, I mean, growing up as a 49ers fan, he was by far my favorite non-49ers player in the NFL. Oh, I, mean, yeah. I love Barry Easily. Sanders. But if you're trying to just win one game, I might take Emmett Smith just because stylistically yeah. it's it's better for, for yeah. winning football games. Not as fun to watch, but. Straightforward. He's just heading for that end zone. Right. Yeah, get downhill, get all the yards that are blocked. He also had a pretty great offensive line for a lot of years there in Dallas. Also helps. Also helps yeah, quite a big bit. Big time. Not to mention uh, a Hall of Fame uh, quarterback, Hall of Fame wide receiver. Going to take a little pressure off the running game. And the other bonus with uh, Saquon Barkley is his receiving skills. He said, I think a Giants record with 14 receptions. Yeah. Which is nuts. crazy, man. Yeah, so PP- <laughs> he's a PPR monster, man. Even if he's not, even if he's gaining 2.7 yards per carry, um, if, they're, if they're chucking the ball 10 plus times at him every game, you're golden. Yeah, I was just surprised there at the end of the game when the 49ers had the ball and they were trying to run down the clock there and that it was it was Morris in there and it wasn't Breida despite his huge day. I I think it makes sense and he talked about yeah, it. even though he fumbled last week, I mean Morris fumbled on the goal I mean, line. He's last he's week. He, it's not like a an a recurring problem with him being a guy who yeah. fumbles. I think you're I just, you know, and Kyle Shanahan talked about it, you know, he's he's the guy that's better at running through arm tackles. You're trying mm-hmm. to if you're trying to run out the clock, you go with Morris, the bigger guy, the yeah, bruiser, and use your use his strengths. And mm-hmm. then, if you're trying to score points, go in early with Brita and see if you can get him going. And I think that's probably the recipe the 49ers are going to use uh, going forward here in this season. Yeah, you know, also being out there, you get to see a lot of things you don't see on television. And I, I, we gave Bradley Pinion a hard time last year. I thought he punted the ball extremely well yesterday. Super hang time. He was giving Mostert so much time to get down there on coverage. It was it was great. Yeah. Oh, you know what? One thing I didn't mention yesterday, and I wanted to ask you about it. What the hell is Legarrette Blunt doing? What seriously? I was, but he's always been a knucklehead, even when he was at Oregon. You know what happened? He was already a little bit mad because DeForest Buckner crushed him near the sideline, knocked him out of bounds, and you saw him get up and kind of go after Buckner a little bit. And then I think it was the Mm -hmm. same quarter later on is when that other play happened. And I didn't see anything weird with Elijah Lee. He wasn't really even looking at Blunt when he went after him. Maybe he said something. And so I had to watch later to figure out what was going on. I think he because Elijah Lee tackled um, 
Stafford who was trying to scramble on that play. But it wasn't like a dirty right. play. He hit him in bounds. Scrap- it wasn't Stafford. dirty at all. It was even no. a flag. Yeah. No, not at all. And so, yeah, look, look Garrett Blunt, still a knucklehead. That's my quarterback. Yeah, what, what a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, it's carry on Johnson time for Detroit, I think. He, I think he looked like uh, the best yeah, running back for them anyways. And if and what do they do with Amir Abdullah? Go get something for that guy. That is strange. Yeah. Not, yeah. I think he was I mean, maybe nobody again. wants him. Uh, maybe yeah, maybe he's got no value. But if that's the case, then why would he have value for you either? Right. If we're not right. using because they see him in practice, and he's, he's probably super inactive. explosive. He's one of those guys. That's true. I think he's a really good practice player and a really good. <laughs> pre- he's always good in the preseason too. So they think, okay, mm-hmm. this guy's too good. We can't just let him go or anything like that. I mean, his rookie preseason, he for was this weekend, the rage. Based on Patrick Mahomes' start to the 2018 season. Oh, <laughs> right. I mean, the dude's got 10 touchdowns. Patrick Mahomes. He was near perfect on Sunday. But that means it's it's time for a market correction with his uh, time for a correction like for sure. Yeah. He's um Come first back of to all, the mean, buddy. Patrick Willis, DeForest Buckner, Richard Sherman. I wish Patrick Willis was out there. Uh, Patrick, <laughs> I yeah, wish, man. Maybe Freudian slip there. Ruben Foster. Yeah, Ruben Foster. <laughs> The hey, Ruben's going to be hyped. Oh. This is his first game. You know, he's been killing him to just watch him play football. Yeah, it's going to be oh, something no else, doubt. Man. Yeah, he is going to be amped up, and he is going to be crushing skulls, I have a feeling. It's actually my birthday on Sunday. My my what? only thing I asked for was an empty house at 10 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, can I just get three hours? Just lay on the couch, yeah. just watch the Niners? Where do you want to go as a family? Uh, well, you guys can go wherever you want as a family. I would love it if you guys went to this place <laughs> and then I stayed home. Why don't you guys go game? shopping all day for my birthday present? <laughs> present it to me at about 8 p.m. Yeah, go go over to that little art place and have the kids make me something. Have it take a long, long time. Oh, there you go. I'll That's call you genius when the game's right over. there. That is genius. <laughs> <laughs> when you get older, those are the birthday wishes you oh, get. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, you know what, Nick? We got a new sponsor here on the Ooh. podcast. And before we get to this mailbag, and the, the kids thing totally reminded me of it because this really uh, hits home. This is swap.com. First of all, it's it's crazy how much we pay for new brand name clothes, right? Mm-hmm. But why do we buy new kids' clothes if they're just going to outgrow them in a few months? I mean, wouldn't it be great if there was a place to discover awesome discounts for gently yeah. used clothes? Well, Which, that's just it. Little kids, man, they yeah, don't wear through that it's stuff. It's insane. So buying brand new clothes makes no sense. Right. But there is that service, Swap.com, the world's largest online consignment and thrift store. Stop driving to store after store and sifting through racks. Easily sift through millions of clothes in seconds on Swap.com with easy-to-use filters to find just what you need. Over 14 million tons of textiles are wasted each year. Shopping secondhand at Swap.com helps prevent textile waste from polluting the environment which is something you can feel good about. So not only save a little cash, you feel good about yeah, something there. I like that. Swap.com is the world's largest online consignment and thrift store. With Swap.com, you can save up to 90% off retail price on your favorite brands like Lululemon, Carter's, Nike, J. Crew, and Gap. Nick, I know you're rocking the Lululemon right now. That's your mm-hmm. podcast gear. Uh, quality hand-inspected items are added daily. If something doesn't fit, enjoy hassle-free returns within 30 days. And, of course, as always, there is a special offer for the Locked On 49ers listeners. Get 35% off select items for your first order with promo code LOCKEDON. Again, that's promo code, one word, LOCKEDON. Plus, find new deals every day on Swap.com's homepage. 
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, here we go. Let's get into this mailbag. What do you say, Nick? Yeah, sounds good, bud. Okay, this goes back to what we were talking about earlier, Nick. This is from Chris on Twitter. He says, a win is a win. Mm Mm-hmm. Which problem area is a must for next week? Jimmy G holding on to the ball for six seconds or pass rushing getting sack lunches? Hashtag Tinky Tuesday. And I'm going to read another question that kind of goes along with it. People are worried about how long Jimmy Garoppolo was holding on to the ball on Sunday. Uh, he yeah. says, this is from David as well, From your ne- for your next mailbag, does Jimmy G have a problem with not throwing the ball away? Possible he trusts in his ability to make a play work too much, therefore not getting rid of the ball? Uh, even when the coverage is tight and the pocket is collapsing. Yeah, I mean, it, well, there were six sacks on him, and you know, he's not going to last a, a whole year if that keeps happening. And that was a league. really banged-up Lions defensive line. There's, they yeah. had no business, in, and he was definitely yeah. holding the ball. I had a, a, that stat I talked about on Monday's show. Uh, he was holding onto the ball. Six five, 6.5 seconds was the average time he was holding onto the ball getting sacked on that's Sunday. too much, man. Yeah, and all of his and sacks previously was like two and a half seconds less than that. Wow. Which is yeah, standard. and that's person back healthy, too. I mean, that's your starting offensive line out there. So, yeah, I, oh, that wasn't good, man. Yeah. And it wasn't, and again, yeah, it was. I don't think it was really the line's fault. He's was just holding it too long. There's no coverage. Just get rid of it, you yeah. know, or, or scramble a little bit and slide. I think a lot of coverage sacks. Yeah, not yeah. not he wasn't he was just hanging in there and trying to make yeah. plays. So, you know, I think that comes with time. Just more reps. And again, mm-hmm. he's still a young quarterback. Right. So uh, he's yeah, definitely yeah. going mean, to grow. That's an experience, right? I mean, he's going to grow. Years, he's played what eight, nine games. Right. So he's going to grow as a as a quarterback. Just you know, and we've seen right. some of that. He's got some natural gifts. So it, it's nothing to be worried about. He didn't do anything to help the 49ers lose that game. They. They uh, he tried at the end. I mean, though. roll yeah. So they 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 did pull out the W, which is key. And so he's going to continue to develop, and and he'll hit his stride. I think this season. I think the 49ers will look a lot better on offense, and he's got more weapons to work with last year, and he did just fine. So they'll they'll hit that spot. And I think right now it's just we're seeing, you know, just a little bit out of sync offense, and sometimes that I, happens. Yeah, and you know, I, I being out there. It was kind of crazy. I I think that over half of the jerseys I saw were Garoppolo jerseys by the fans. That, absolutely well over half. Yeah. I mean, it was crazy. Unbelievable. Like I was thinking like, Oh my God, how much money they're making just on Garoppolo yeah. jerseys alone. They're like, we'll give him a huge contract. Cause look, we're just going to make it right back in our <laughs> yeah. store right oh, downstairs. Easily paid for. <laughs> this is from Doug on Twitter. He says, love the show guys. Is there a possibility we give a guy like Bashad Breland a look this week with these past happy offenses coming up the next few weeks? Um, Bashad Breland, I, I, a lot of people talked about him being a nice fit for the 49ers and what they do on offense, but you know, I don't think you overreact. I don't, I don't sign Bashad Breland and just instantly put him in as a starter. Like he's going to be better than Akella Witherspoon. Right. right, right. And Witherspoon had a tough day, but you know, I, I, I also love seeing that Richard Sherman was one of the last guys to leave the locker room. You know, he's just talking to every single guy on that defense to, you know, probably going over like, Hey, this is what I saw, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, keep your head up. I love this. Yeah. That. And I talked about this on yesterday's show, too. It was just that mindset. I, I love the new mindset. This this team expects to win. They expect to yeah. play really good. Um, and you don't get complacent. You don't get super happy with yourself because you just won a game. You still got to get better. Yeah. And the fact yeah, that they exactly right. the, the fact that Jimmy Garoppolo 
and the offense is still sputtering slightly in the passing game. And, you know, Akello Witherspoon uh, gets to develop and gets to, you know, have a little learning experience in that game. And you still come out with the W, I think, are mm-hmm. all great signs for the team long term. Yeah, you're exactly right. And that is that's let's be honest. I mean, Matt Stafford's thrown for 4000 yards, seven straight years. You know, it's the oh. second longest active streak ever, ever. Right. I mean, it's one of those things where this is a pass happy offense and they found something they could exploit. And it was Witherspoon. Right. And, yeah, he's going to chuck like it all day. Said, it was a learning experience. And he's got good weapons. I mean, Marvin yeah, Jones and Golden Tate. Kenny Galladay is a good, big, young wide receiver. So they've got talent. Yeah, so touchdown he scored was something else. Yeah, absolutely. I was right in the end zone we were in, too. So I got to see that over and over. Yeah. So well I think played. we've kind of answered this one. I'm going to go to Bay Area Sports Guy here on Twitter. Uh, this is Bay Area Sports Sports Guy 85, not to be confused with Steve okay. Berman, the Bay Area Sports Guy. Uh, he says, what is your general feeling on the 49ers right now? Should we be happy they won a close game against a team that could have destroyed, I mean, the 49ers lose this game in 2017, right? Please tell me we are better because right now it feels like the team has regressed. No, I think, I think you got to feel good. You're one yeah. and one. You're right where you thought you'd be at this time, and you won a football game not even looking that great. Yep, I think you know? we're on the same page there. No, it's yeah. you don't you don't pat yourself on the back. Right. It's like you should expect right. you to go, win. You don't go shouting that you're a good football team right, right. now. But exactly. You just, just kind of nod. Okay, okay, we'll move on to week three. You won. You, you feel good about it. You don't feel anything. You just feel like, good, we won. We're supposed to win. Let's clean up the other stuff, get better, win by more next week. Yeah, I feel like we're there like 30 to 13, right? If you lose that game, you feel horrible today. Absolutely. And right now. Look, 49ers 1-1. One one. That's what everybody yep. in the world penciled in for the 49ers at this point. So they're on track. Yeah. All right. Let's leave it there. What do you say? Yeah. Hey, oh, one more thing, too, before I get out of here. Uh, Money and I, we we rode bikes around the parking lot uh, during the tailgate. And I can't even tell you how many E-40 songs I heard being played. It was oh, so great. Yes. And then halftime. Yes, I forgot about that. I texted you at halftime. At halftime, they played. I don't, I don't have the email, and I'm too lazy to look it up right now, but thanks to whoever emailed that song in, and we we play that E-40 drop-in occasionally. They played that song during halftime, and we were like, oh, hell yeah, okay. Podcast listeners, I think, running the show, uh, running the, the halftime sound. <laughs> they knew. They knew what was going on. By the way, halftime show, I was blown away. Tag team, um, a CNC Music Factory, but only one of the C's, right? So it was basically right, only the C Music Factory. <laughs> C Music Factory and Biz Marquee. Biz Marquee. It was brilliant. Oh, geez. I was like, come oh, on. Yeah. What are we? I couldn't believe it. No. And then they just came in and each played their one hit and got the hell out. That was it. It was yeah. quick. It was to the point. Yeah. No messing around. <laughs> oh, I love it. Brilliant. Good right. stuff. Let's one do and it. one. Yep. All one right. and one. Keep rolling. On track. That's Nick, right. thanks again Tough for joining weekend, the show. Oh, yeah. Big, big one next week. This is where uh, they're going to get separated into big boys and little boys, I think. And I think uh, with uh, I almost called him Patrick Wilson. And what's going on with me? Uh, Ruben Foster coming back is going to be a big lift for the defense. Uh, man, next week is going to be a really fun one yeah. to see uh, how they go against this phenom right now in Pat Mahomes. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, man. I'm pumped. So happy, happy birthday to me. Happy. They, they, now they just need to win. <laughs> happy birthday to Nick. 49ers get Nick a W for his birthday. Thanks again, Nick, for joining the show. My pleasure as always. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Be back tomorrow with a little Locked On Chiefs crossover episode right here on Locked On 49ers. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. 
They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 